how's it going, everybody? That's right. If you're hearing my voice, it is another magical episode of the Coven Podcast, where we talk all things controversial and uh, just all the terrible things that wind up bubbling up in the cauldron here. I am your host, Daily Wilhelm. Joining me today is... Uh, the fraudulent wizard, Tanner Kenny. He's, he's a fraud, guys. Don't I'm listen always to a fraud. Anything he says. <laughs> Everything I say is a lie. <laughs> Everything. And Ashley Curry, the witch of heroes. There's a stark contrast here. One's very positive, one's kind of negative. You know, but, what do you mean? There's nothing wrong <laughs> with being a fraud. No, there's not. And I'm the witch of the wavelengths. And today we're talking about fandom, specifically when a fandom ruins a show. And there's there's numerous examples of this. Um, I think I I want to define ruin as like you can't Google it without having weird or toxic stuff pop up. Oh, oh that's a that's, that's a lot of things. That's a lot of things. Then that's true. Yeah. That that might be putting the bar too high. But there's definitely been a lot of accusations of various shows or games being ruined by its fandom. Like you can't enjoy the property anymore because of the associated media created around it or whatever else. And um, I think this varies in terms of like what actually has been ruined versus what like you're just blowing that out of proportion. But I think we can all agree there there's a certain stigma attached to some of these fandoms um i'm just gonna start with the most prominent one my little pony friendship is magic will forever be associated with brony culture i would say like can you could you enjoy the show without knowing about the fandom or at at this point no like it's it's so hard to like separate the show from its fans because the fans influence the show so much in like what the episodes they put out and like all the in jokes and references and then all the terrible movies, which I definitely haven't watched. Yeah, I mean, That's... there's there's like meta jokes within the show <laughs> about like the fandom. Yeah, and there? it's it's insane. Like it's it's like trying to. I don't have a good analogy. It's, it's essentially, it's jumping into a bowl of Jello. You can't get into it. You can't do it. It, it repels you. <laughs> I think it depends a lot on, like, the age, too, that, like, when you're watching it. Because, like, my little sister used to love it, but, like, she didn't get on the internet, so she was safe. And, you know, I'm okay with that. Don't get on it. That was the worst part about My Little Pony is because you had, like, the toys and the marketing for it were all, all aimed at the the normal young girl audience. Mm -hmm. But on the internet. Everything about it was targeted towards this bizarre number of, like, young to, like, I'd say, like, 12 to 30-year-old males yeah. watching this show about ponies and friendship and love. And I definitely did not watch this at all. Never. 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 I did not. Never watched it. I did not watch the full first three seasons when they first came out. That did not happen. Well, asking, I mean, this is purely on speculation yeah. because you <laughs> haven't watched them, but no. would, would you have said that the first season wasn't aware of the audience it was starting to accrue and then later on it start like it was very visible that it started to become aware of the bronies yeah that i'd say that was a big that's why i stopped watching what what but you never watched i mean that's why i would have stopped watching if i had started (laughs) (laughs) is because like the first couple seasons were they were just like pure shows about friendship and love Mm -hmm. and i was like that's this is wholesome i like this because I'm 12 and I have no idea what's going on in the world, but this is nice. And then by like the third season, they're like, okay, we have this bizarre set of fans and they're like the people who spend the most money. We should probably target them a bit, guys. And then it got weird. And now they're, now they made like human versions of them. Yeah. Like the Equestria Girls? Yes. Is that what that's yes. called? And yeah. like literally the pony, like basically, because like my little sister watched it. So like I'd watch it with her because I'm a good sister. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. That's the reason. <laughs> it really was because I thought the show was the dumbest thing. Oh, no. I just could not comprehend the show. But I'm really picky about TV shows. So like she goes through like a portal into the human world and all of her friends are in human versions and she's now a human. And I'm sitting here like, what? Like, wh- why? 
Be, to sell dolls, yeah, I'm guessing. Yeah, because and To they're... sell dolls to both young girls and creepy old men. Yeah, because But now, let's not talk about that. Because now they're teenage girls going to high school instead of ponies. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, I, I rarely... I try to not Google My Little Pony if I can... But when I do, there's there's it's the fan art I think is part of like the most problematic part of the fandom I would say, just because like knowing that you know what if there's a little girl and she's like I want to print out of Pinkie Pie and she Google's oh Pinkie Pie and then some other things show up and I I bet it that got kind of exacerbated when Equestria Girls came out. Mm, probably. So I, I feel like they put out Equestria Girls to stop the the creeps from like. Stop looting the ponies. Stop now looting just loot these on animals. The girls, that, somehow that's an improvement. <laughs> is it? No. Is it? No. I don't think, not, don't I, think so. I think that's part of the, the idea of like My Little Pony had been ruined is because it, it can't get better from here. No. Like you can't undo what has been done no. in terms of what the fandom has wrought. Um, I think that's, that's one of... My Little Pony is interesting... For this reason, like the phantom around it, because it's like so prolific that there's so much. There wasn't like just one dude who took this like way too far. There were several dudes who took it to various lengths. Oh, there know. still are. There's yeah. one of my one of my favorite things to revisit and read every now and again is like um, this DeviantArt comment that this guy sent uh, this other artist on DeviantArt, and it was like, "Hey, so I noticed that you you draw a lot of like lewd My Little Pony <laughs> art." And I'd really appreciate if you stop drawing Twilight Sparkle like that because we're married. We're getting married. And, you know, you're drawing pictures of my wife in various compromising what? conditions for I, other people. I was trying to look this comment up, but I feel like I don't want to Google My Little Pony DeviantArt. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like, putting in maybe Twilight Sparkle married? I don't Twilight know if we want to get into that. Sparkle but married. Like there, like, there were a lot of people that did various things like... That they were married to the ponies and like other relationship <sighs> deals. Don't yeah <laughs> yeah. But again, it that's part of it. You can't Google it without something weird see, popping I, up. See, I thought that the conspiracy theory about what the show actually was was creepy, but now what what is the show actually? It's supposedly ba- like conspiracy theory. Like obviously, it's like the ba- way they're like Edna and Eddie is like all the kids are dead. Yeah, like, it's that like kind those of kind of thing. Except it's that these six ponies are based off like six real life girls who like all died around the same like time. That's dumb. And they yeah, and they each um. Like, they go into details about how they all had, like, bad home lives, basically, and, like, how each one of them symbolizes one of the ponies. It went in... Ex- okay. It was okay. really weird. As if there's not enough yeah. weirdness yeah, already like, associated. Yeah. I, I guess it's, like, to to wrap up our pony conversation here. Why? 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 Was it was it originally, like, kind of, like... Because I, I have watched a couple episodes of the show, and I think that it's not a bad show. I don't think it inherently is like a kid's show or inherently is like a show that will appeal to older audiences it's kind of like in that middle ground of like it's sure it's entertainment value (laughs) but like why did this demographic originally get into that was it like irony like was it like oh it would be cool to like watch a kid's show interesting or i don't don't know i have no idea i can't i'm trying to remember because i would I, I'm, I was not there since the he beginning. was not but there. If I was, <laughs> if I was, uh, like it's for me, it was just like people started watching it and they're like, because it was made. I think what people were interested in was it was made by the wife of Craig McCracken. Oh, uh, I didn't know that. Yeah, uh, the original first series, uh, first season, and possibly the second season. I don't know how many more, but like the first season was made by Karen. McCracken? I don't think that's her name. That's probably wrong. But that'd I'm just be gonna... cool though. It'd be one of those neat names. Yeah. But I definitely see that influence there a little bit. Like that was McCracken did Powerpuff Girls. Powerpuff Girls, and Foster's Home Foster's for Magic. Home. Lauren Fa- Faust. Lauren Faust. So this was kind of a Faustian deal that we all got ourselves in with my I can't little pony. I butchered her name. I feel bad now. Oh, <laughs> 
It's okay. I don't. I don't see how. I don't know. I mean, I I watched it with my sister, and I couldn't get into it. But I'm just like, I don't know. It I, just seemed to me. It seemed very childish at the time. Yeah. But, I, I wonder if that's what it was, like, a couple people started watching yeah. it, and, like, ironically, like, a couple of, like, uh, young men, and then they were like, hey, you should also watch this, and then maybe at some point it actually started to become, like, enjoyment yeah. of the show versus just being ironic, the way that, you know, we, like, will ironically say things, like, I started ironically saying hella a couple years back, and then I was like, nope, it's just stuck, it's just part of my vocabulary now. It could also be, like, because, like, there was an original My Little Pony series, like, what, in the 80s? Yeah. I think? yeah. It could be people being like, hey, I watched this as a kid. Let's see. Because, like, I know sometimes when people make remakes, you're like, okay, I'm going to watch this to see how they ruined it compared to the original. Mm-hmm. So maybe they learned. See, the, th- the thing with the original My Little Pony series, not that I watched that either. Not that... <laughs> Nope. <laughs> Tanner is not saying he's done anything anywhere ever. He pleads the fifth, guys. I am a, I am a fraud. <laughs> Everything I say is inaccurate. Uh, but, like, the original series, just, like, because a lot of the television shows in the 80s, they looked nice. They had some good music. But the action themselves was just kind of, like, very stiff. Like, mm-hmm. if you've ever watched an episode of He-Man, that oh. show is dull. Oh. It shows, like, that shows like cornflakes. <laughs> I mean... Like, those were shows that were originally made to just market toys, like yeah. He-Man was. I don't know if, like, My Little Pony was Probably. to that extent. Yeah, but My Little Pony was the girl equivalent. Dang. Because like... I remember the ponies. I, I had a couple of the ponies, I think. I don't remember ever watching the show. But then again, I don't remember watching Care Bears. And I had a lot of Care Bears and, like, the Care animals or whatever. I, fu- I fully admit to watching the Care Bears movie. The movie is... I, I did watch it as a child. I, I, let's I let's had all like... just fess up here. We've watched Care Bears, guys. <laughs> I had three of the plushes. But I think yes. the also thing to remember that at the time that My Little Pony came out, they were remaking like all the things from that time also. Mm-hmm. There was a new Strawberry Shortcake. There was a new Care Bears that came out. It was like all these things from like that time period. I don't know if because they thought their market there now have children and were like, we can get their parents because their parents like this, so they'll buy it for their kid because it's them. We may never know. Yeah. We may never know. I mean, My Little Pony is just one of those enigma things that like you don't really want to delve too deep into no, in the first not. place because you're just going to find porn at some point. That's what we've been alluding to. Let's just say it. That's all there is there when you Google My Little so Pony. Much, there's so much porn. It's all unnecessary. Keep keep your safe search on, you, guys. You know, you, do you know there's 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 a specific term for people who, oh, no. like, I don't. Do, are we not allowed to share this on this program? You, you can share it. You can uh, share it. Uh, this and now this is something for real. <laughs> I only heard secondhand from my friend who also watched the show. Is a uh, it's clopping. That was in one of the articles you sent me. Or sent oh, us. Man. Yeah, it was in there. It's clopping. Guys. And, guys. And, and, you and know, this guy. This guy I know. I'm not going to share his name because I don't want to embarrass no, him. <laughs> he, he told me. He told me about it. And I was just like, why would you do this? I just like the show. It's cute. I mean, I, I mean you know what? Fuck it. That's as, like bestiality at that point, right? As like, technically, as a like competition horse rider, I find this very disturbing. Oh, no. <laughs> have have horses been ruined by My Little Pony? Yes. That's that's the real episode yes. here. <laughs> have like all horses like across the board been ruined? I thought that weird theater play was strange. Equus. Yes, that one <laughs> where Daniel Radcliffe is naked on stage. Yes, with um, yeah Reddy, that one. Yeah. Yeah, that one too. I, Hor- just, I mean, horses are just weird to begin with. I they're think they're not weird. I don't. I, I like don't, horses. I don't. They're majestic. I, I will admire them from afar, but I don't trust them. Oh yeah, a horse is gonna murder me. I already know that. They Tell they have horses. killed people. But anyway, yeah. so verdict on My Little Pony: Is it ruined? Yes. It's just to ruined. an extent, yes. Unless you are, like, a sheltered child that doesn't have access to the internet. Yeah, you have it on, like, DVD. Yeah, or you watch it, like, on the channel. Like, the, that's it. You're, that's you're, all you yeah, get. Yeah, you're, you're safe. Your pa recorded it on VHS. Oh, my God. You're safe. I DVR'd this for you. Okay, so pretty much ruined. Yeah. But um, this next one I have a little more, like, question about, like, why it would have been ruined. And that's, um, I got to say, uh, Undertale. 
which you Never have seen it. no idea about. Yeah. I, I like that shirt. Like, it's got the skeleton with the one blue eye and all the bones. Yeah, and, that, but totally unrelated. I got it at Hot Topic. Totally unrelated. But Undertale has been accused of being ruined, I guess, because of the fandom associated got. I mean, that's that was the big thing about Undertale, I think, was the fandom that arose out of the game because it was, you know, a very small release. It was like on the down low. And then everyone was like, oh, my God, this game. This game is incredible. This game. It's like meta. This game. And there's skeletons. There's skeletons. And you can I, date I, the I, skeleton. You can, you can date the skeleton. What? One of the skeletons. Yeah. I'm Googling this. It's totally innocent. It's totally it's, fine. You just, the, there's the, spaghetti. The game is PG. It's, yeah, the game is very PG. Like I think mostly. My Little Pony started off as PG, too. My Little yes. Pony was G-rated. Okay, G, but, even, <laughs> even worse. I think, I think the biggest problem I have with the Undertale fandom is is when it does make the weird things, the sexual things that eventually will come out of fandom, like the fan fiction and stuff, because... The main character is a child. Is a child. Yeah. Oh wait, is this the like game where you choose like how you play? No. Yes. Like, like you can choose to like kill everything or cute. Yeah. There's. Yeah. There's. Yeah. Or do in between. There's a pacifist route, and then there's the genocide. The genocide route, route and then there's a number of routes in between yeah. that change depending on which specific bosses you yeah. kill. Okay, but yeah, I've heard of this game. Typically, I, I mean, in my opinion, I, I think the ideal is to go pure pacifist because... And then you go full genocide and no. you hate yourself the entire time. <laughs> and then time. it's all the harder. No. I, I could not do it. I, I couldn't stomach killing Papyrus. No. He was so sweet. So And, like, the whole time you're killing him, he's like, you know, I believe in you. You will improve. You're not a monster. And then you crush his skull. What? Okay. Literally, because that's what he has, because he's a skeleton. He's a skull. He, he has a skull for a head, because well, he's... Well, everyone... Doesn't everyone have a skull for yeah. a head? Yeah. Oh, my God. Wait a minute. Oh my <laughs> but, um, yeah, Undertale. Undertale. I think one of the major things that, like, why Undertale's fan base in particular, especially compared to, like, a lot of games, mm-hmm. seems so, like, standoffish, is because... These people are hardcore, and if you let's play the game and you just like want to casually play through it, then these Undertale fans are going to come to your stream, they're going to tell you you're playing it wrong, and they will make you hate everything about the game. That's one of the reasons, like, uh, a streamer I follow, uh, Vinny Vinesauce, hey, yeah. he, he, doesn't, he'll, he will never stream Undertale because the fan base is insane. He only recently got to streaming Bloodborne because the Dark Souls fan base is just as bad about gatekeeping people from playing the game. Yeah, that's a big part of it, I think, is this idea of, like, you're not doing something the right way. You're not, like, able to enjoy this platform unless you do it in a specific way because that's the accepted norm of, like, the fandom or whatever. Yeah, and on top of that, on top of that gatekeeping in terms of the game, you also have all the smut. You also have yes. all the, the nasty images and the bad memes. And fan fiction. And all the Megalovania covers. Yeah. All of them. There's a lot that are good, but it does get tiring at some point. <laughs> Definitely. But um, I think that is a big part of like when fandom starts to get very toxic is when people are like feel so possessive of a property. And they're like, you can't take it and do whatever with it because this is what it means to me and it's like that doesn't matter everyone has different experiences within it god yeah and and especially i think fandoms get the worst reputations when they have the most vocal people within it and undertale was definitely one of those fandoms in its heyday yeah the thing is with undertale now is that they're mostly gone yeah. No, no, no one. I mean, it's getting re-released on Switch, and that's gonna be neat. Yeah. Cause like the game was specifically designed for the PC experience due to all the meta stuff with it. Mm-hmm. And I haven't played it on PS4 yet. I'm probably gonna play it on Switch just to see how they handle certain parts of the game. Yeah. Cause you know, 
I, I wouldn't mind playing it again. I think it would suit that small screen, too. I really have been digging um, Stardew Valley just because it's, like, so, like, 16-bit and little and on my Switch. I love it. Yes, but have you have you seen the ludes of other characters? No, and I never will. <laughs> I never, ever will. I'm going to have a very pure existence with my husband, Harvey, on our farm with our cat, Mango. Stop. Leave immediately. Someone's right. in this game. I didn't want to know that. No, you may stay. <laughs> you have to now. Someone's in this game very deep. I love I love my husband. <laughs> Don't tell my boyfriend that though. <laughs> no, he knows. But <laughs> But so Undertale. Is it ruined? No. I for this this is this time I'd say no. Clearly not if, like, I didn't even, like, I mean, even, like, if I didn't watch Milo playing with my sister, I still would know about the bronies. It was very yeah. obvious. Yeah. And this, I haven't even, like, It's heard. under the radar. I mean, yeah. every vi- every video game is going to have, video game, movie, TV show is going to have those people that are like, you're doing it wrong. It's supposed to be like this. I mean, you see that a lot with, like, book to movie adaptation there's a very yes. there's a lot of possessiveness yes, and like, like you're not a real fan you, yeah you know so the, uh sorry sorry to interrupt you it's uh, okay what uh somebody i knew a friend of mine was couldn't watch the harry potter movies because in one specific movie uh in the book it's like the dirt the dessert is cup is like uh cakes mm-hmm. it's like cupcakes but in the movie it's actually just like a big singular cake and not cupcakes and they got upset about that how get over they? yourself, please. <laughs> You're just like keeping yourself from enjoying more of like what you've already what? like dedicated yourself okay, to. Okay, like I get being mad that they left something out of the books or out of the movie that was in the books that was like important because like I do know in yeah. Harry Potter that did happen quite, oh, yeah. quite often. Yeah. But the ca- cakes, like what kind of cake? It really bothered her. And I don't know why. There's so many other things to get angry about, like how Lavender Brown in the first, like, two to three movies was a black girl. And then as soon as she became a love interest, she was a white girl. Like, I'm sorry, what? hmm, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, she was cast in the first few movies. Like, she didn't, like, talk or anything. But, like, you can find the credits. You can find the credits. And it was an... It was a black girl, and then as soon as she appeared in, it was the sixth movie. Sixth movie. Sixth movie, Half-Blood Prince, she was white. You fucking what, mate? (laughs) What? You what? (laughs) And everyone, yeah. Like, because even if you, like, go to, like, the pages, you can find the actresses that played her in the first, like, few movies. And they were like, this is Lavender Brown. And then a couple movies later... Because this I should have, guess I should have changed her name to Lavender White. You know what I mean? Lavender White girl. <laughs> suddenly, yeah, it's like funny. stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's there's definitely other things to get mad about, but I think fandoms often like hyper focus on the weirdest things, like that, like that, like that. But so so Undertale, I think it'll especially be interesting when it kind of comes back into the public mindset with the Switch release um, and. When Toby Fox eventually, like, if he decides that he wants to try and follow up Undertale, I don't think he ever will. But if oh. he decides to. Yeah. I feel like he would have to, like, go an entirely new direction and not have those same connections. Because then, again, the fandom's going to be like, but this isn't, like, Undertale. And you know what? People will still try and connect the two games, even if they're completely separate. I'm looking at Matt Pat. <laughs> he's he's going to come in with his game theory and be like, actually. Good old hack Pat. I, I have issues with game theory, but the, but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about fandoms. We're talking about fandoms. fandoms. And and before we get we get to the, the final big one, which l- listeners, I, I'm sure you can guess, and if you if you can, you get bonus points for your I'll, intellect. I'll, I'll email. I was about to say I'll mail you a sure. pizza roll with some Szechuan sauce. Your your IQ must be off the oh, charts. But okay. first, I want to talk about. Steven Universe, which I think I was really surprised when I've heard so much about like the Steven Universe fandom being like super toxic because I'm like, where where are they getting the toxicity? Because there's there's none of that within the show. But then again, it's the same like My Little Pony is a very innocent show or should have been an innocent show. With 
Because I have a friend, because I was actually talking to them about this because we've talked about it before, which mm-hmm. is why when you sent this out, I was like, hey, I want to be on this podcast. Yes. Um, they are very, they love Steven Universe. And I was like, I've heard that it's very, like, toxic fan. She's, and they were like, yeah, I hate the fandom, but, like, it's a great show. But, and I think, I think the, Steven Universe is great. It's very diverse. Mm-hmm. Very amazing, created by an amazing, amazing women. Like it's great, but, but in some ways, the diversity has given, I guess, the fans things to make it a toxic fandom. Because, like, I know in the article you sent, there was a girl who drew one of the characters who is not thin as thin. And people were sending her hate messages and telling her to kill herself and that she was wrong. But it's fan art. Like, yeah. See, this is the same thing that happens with, like, Overwatch. And how people draw those characters. Because those characters are very distinct. Mm -hmm. Like, especially, I think the biggest culprit is May. Yeah. She wears a big coat. Yeah. So is is she fat? Is she thin? Is she fit? Is she in between? She's thick. She's thick. Eight C's. Eight. And and like she's probably my favorite character in the game. And it's like I don't care. Why do Why do you guys care? What does it matter to you if she's thick or thin? I definitely see people making the case of being like, you know, we don't have a lot of characters that are like diverse in body types, so you want to be protective of that. But there's definitely a line that's crossed when you start like, telling people to kill themselves yeah, over fan art. Like it's oh, like it's great that it's a diverse. Like I don't personally watch Steven Universe, but my do root, it. my it's a very do love it. I know, but my uh, friend I was talking about has shown me parts of it and explained some of it to me because I guess when it first came out, I didn't get I didn't get like when I saw commercials and stuff, it just didn't click. Mm-hmm. And so I've seen parts of it. And I love the diversity. It's great. But don't... But how can you ask for, like, all this diversity and want, like, this powerful show and then go around and tell someone to kill themselves because they portrayed a character the way that they wanted? Like, yeah, yeah sure. It, it's a lot like what happens with cosplay. Like, people yeah. are like, you can't cosplay this character. Like, this character isn't this and you don't match that you don't have their body type yeah and as, it's as like if that's realistic yeah have, and it's have, like have you I'm, seen an anime first of all yes and second of all like why would you police someone like what's going what's going to happen if they dress yeah. up as that character is that character suddenly going to like die on screen or like become yeah. that other person no let people enjoy things like, let people enjoy things i get the outrage if it was the creators that suddenly made the character skinny for no reason. Yeah. But it was just a girl who yeah. decided to draw a character a certain way. Yeah. Like. Yeah, there's there's definitely, I think part of the thing with Steven Universe, too, is that it's been very heavily associated with, like, the Tumblr crowd. <laughs> yeah. And Tumblr has has its has its own things going on. Tumblr is a neat place. Tumblr <laughs> Tumblr's interesting. It's very interesting to me how ironic it is because a lot of what the Tumblr culture is is claiming to be like very like progressive and that, you know, you you need to speak out about these issues and be very open minded and welcoming. But then as soon as someone like vaguely steps out of that line then it's messages to kill yourself this and that etc like very violent rhetoric and it's like these are the things that you've been complaining about in other communities and IRL for the longest time and you're just continuing the cycle except it's for the other side and therefore that's okay yeah tumblr Tumblr. Nobody gatekeeps better than Tumblr. That's yeah. Like, that's, if I needed people to protect oh. my my mansion when I'm rich and successful, <laughs> definitely not happening. Just have but a couple bloggers outside. I'll, I'll have a couple angry <laughs> bloggers. I'll pay them. I'll pay them in Snickers and uh, free Wi-Fi. Free, free Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi. <laughs> 
Starbucks coffee. That's there what I was go. looking for. Like someone comes to the gate, you point at them and say, they made Steven Universe fan art where the gems were male. And then they just get so frothy. <laughs> like that's, that's one the of dogs. the things I see a lot of anger about is like people portraying like, because the thing about Steven Universe is that this entire like, I'll say species because yes. they're aliens. Lesbian but, space um, rocks. Lesbian space rocks. All these lesbian space rocks are all female. Um, coded, which isn't to say that, because that's not like a thing. There's they're not just, like gender. They're, they're hard light projections. They don't yeah. have a gender. They don't like. They no. say they refer to each other as like her and she, but there's like no real gender. And then there's Steven, who is a boy, and he's part human, part gem. And so there's there's no other male representations of gems, and that's such a switch because. Oftentimes, it's, you know, the token female character in a cast of male characters looking at you, uh, Avengers, but (laughs) along with numerous other I was about to say. Power Rangers. Let's let's go, guys. Let's (sighs) go. But um, so then when people flip that, people get very possessive and angry. Like, but at the same time, it's like you said, Ashley, it's not the creators that are doing that. No. It's just someone online. And, like, people gender bend, like, when they're drawing, people gender bend other characters. Like, they turn males to female Mm -hmm. and no one cares. It, well, I, I think I think it's because there are so few female characters that are like yeah. well known that when you gender bend them, it's it starts getting like, can you, why why would you need to do that? Yeah, already, there's it's already just, a male equivalent. I don't know. It's just like an interest. Like I, I think it's interesting. I think it's interesting. Like I don't know. I just always like. I, I've always know. been a fan of the of like gender bent characters. Yeah, just because I think just it's neato. interesting. Yeah, I I think that. It's important to have characters that are interesting enough that it wouldn't matter yeah. if they're gender changed. It's just, yeah. it's fun for fan art for sure. Yeah. yeah. But Steven Universe, is it ruined by its fandom? The show is too pure. I was about to say, I feel like the show is too good, like, and too good for, like, even, like, society and, like, media in general mm-hmm. to let a just group of toxic people ruin the entire experience. Because I think it's a great way to explain, like, different things to younger people who might not understand yeah. things. I mean, it talks it talks about, talks about some, a, like, consent and, and there's, there's the lesbian rocks and... Like, <laughs> and, and then they sing a song and it's great. Yeah, yeah, and so I feel like it's something that is so helpful for, like, not only just, like, young kids who watch Cartoon Networks, but teens and adults. Because, like, I know... Steven Universe has a very wide, very different, like, types, like, mm-hmm. fan base. So I think it's too good of a show and too, like, good culturally to let the fandom ruin it. And the, the difference between Steven Universe and My Little Pony, because both have really embarrassing fan bases. Mm-hmm. Uh, My Little Pony changed the show to fit yeah. the fans, while Steven Universe has stayed basically the same yeah it there's there's definitely like a track that steven universe is remaining on versus my little pony which is gonna stay that off the rails and now that we've talked about steven universe um it's gonna go on hiatus again of course see you in three years i was about to say you know what actually the fandom doesn't ruin steven universe fillers and hiatuses ruin steven universe i'm I'm surprised my friend hasn't talked me about that Man, she hates it's, it's a tough time right now in the, in the fandom it's, it's it's a tough time but it always is a tough time but um a more tough call in terms of whether or not um fandom has ruined this particular show i've, I've hinted at it extensively y'all know what i'm talking about uh wubba lub dub we're talking about rick and morty Rick and Morty, okay, Rick and Morty is a great show. It's a really good, funny show. There's a reason why it gained the amount of popularity that it did. But with that platform that it gained, it gained a following. And there are certain people within that following that aren't just, like, your casual viewer. And they would they would yell that at you as an epithet, uh, that you're a casual Rick and Morty fan. Okay, so I'm talking about... The kind of people that are lining up for the Szechuan sauce outside of McDonald's and yelling at the workers, like, where is my sauce? All right. And All right. Yeah. <laughs> has anyone had the sauce? Is it even good? No. It, it's okay. 
It's uh, sauce. But 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 to be fair, you have to have a very high IQ to understand <sighs> Rick and Morty. The humor is extremely subtle, and without a solid grasp of theoretical physics, most of the jokes will go over a typical viewer's head. <laughs> what are you reading this off of? This is, I thought he you... was giving it his opinion. I was sitting here like... I'm, I'm reciting the copypasta. This is... I was about to say, this, I've watched Rick and Morty. Th- this copypasta basically defines what I think most of the like the really insane Rick and Morty fans are. It's like... There's also Rick's nihilistic outlook, which is deftly woven into his character characterization, which is spelled wrong. His pers- <laughs> his personal philosophy draws heavily from nar nar I guess I I don't have a high enough IQ to say this word naradnaya volya literature. For for instance, fans understand this stuff. They have the intellectual capacity to truly appreciate the depths of the jokes. To realize they're not just funny. They say something deep about life. As a consequence, people who dislike Rick and Morty truly are idiots. Of course they wouldn't appreciate, for instance, the humor in Rick's existential catchphrase, Wubba Lubba Dub Dub, which itself is a cryptic reference to Turgenev's Russian epic, Fathers and Sons. I'm smirking right now just imagining one of those Adulpated simpletons scratching their heads in confusion as Dan Harmon's genius unfolds on their television screens. What fools. How I pity them. And this is my favorite part. And yes, by the way, I do have a Rick and Morty tattoo. And no, you cannot see it. It's for the ladies' eyes only. And even they have to demonstrate that they are within 5 IQ of my own, preferably lower beforehand okay i um, present to you a rick and morty fan first off um i like how he tried to explain the catch for or like he was like the catchphrase means so much doesn't even explain the connection like just no he's just he just threw out like he googled like russian like literature and just threw in a name like and i doubt any girls are seeing the tattoo to be honest no, no one's seeing that no tattoo. One's seeing clearly it's because they're not within five iq oh, preferably lower right right, right. <laughs> i have such an issue well, with people who uh, brag about iq because they probably took a test oh at my. like a dot net account they took the quiz on buzzfeed they took the buzzfeed quiz to get to say, their iq even i believe it's iq it's an IQ test that like something came out recently a study saying they're not accurate. Yeah, it's not. It's not. I don't think IQ, regardless, even if it's you're taking a test at like Mensa or whatever, it's not reflective of like that you know a lot. It's just reflective of you would have the capability to understand a lot, yeah. but you could be vegetating and watching nothing but Rick and Morty and still have that high IQ but not be able so, to like make those in-depth connections. So I'll be honest here. I've watched Rick and Morty. My ex made me. Um, I didn't oh, want tell to. Tell me about it. Tell me about it. Yes. No. Didn't, didn't want to. Um, I wouldn't say I dislike it, but I wouldn't put myself as a casual fan. Um, I've only watched one season, though, so that... I mean, we only have, like, the two to rub together. Wait, no, there's three. Three. There's three. three. I thought there was four. There are four. Is it four hasn't th- been renewed yet. Oh. Thank that's, Christ. That's part of the thing. So I I've seen season two, about two, I think. The fandom is that everyone's, like, yelling at Dan Harmon, and they're like, why won't you make more? And he's like, no one's ordered it. Maybe because you guys keep shouting these terrible yeah. things. The, and the thing about the whole sauce epidemic, and I can't believe I have to say sauce <laughs> epidemic. The whole thing about the sauce epidemic is that McDonald's, our, our, our good pals at McBagbombs, did they did not clear this with Dan Harmon. They were just like, I've got a great idea. Let's put out Szechuan sauce for one day only at specific stores, limited number. I'm sure that won't go poorly. And there's this huge controversy and Dan Harmon like wakes up and he sees these people rioting over Szechuan sauce. He's like, what have you done? See, going into this, watching it, I thought like, cause I I knew about the fandom before I ever watched it. Which is part of the reason I just never yeah. bothered to it, watch it. Definitely, it. that's, that's um, one of the so things. So I thought going into this, this sauce was playing a very important role. No. And then I realized, I think I watched the season I watched, the sauce wasn't in it like at all. And I was it's, just sitting there like, 
What? As far as I know, it was like a one-off joke in an episode that wasn't even part of an official season. Yeah, it was It was the one that they just suddenly released. And it was like, here, here it is. And he was joking. They, they made a joke about the Szechuan sauce. And then everyone was like, <laughs> Szechuan sauce. Is it? Pickle he, Rick. Is it? <sighs> Pickle and Rick. And that joke, I thought that was like something that was throughout the series, but no. Nope, it was, it was one episode. It was, he, tur- he turned himself into a pickle so that he didn't have to go to family counseling. Well, or whatever. The the thing about Rick and Morty, like, fans that, like, these self-proclaimed fans yes. that I think really say that they aren't, like, I wouldn't, that's one of the things about toxic fandom is that you're supposed to enjoy the show a certain way. But at the same time, I will say that I definitely think the point of a lot of the show and the point of a lot of the writing is that you're not supposed to like Rick. You can no. enjoy him, but you're not supposed to want to be like him no. because he hates himself. He wants to die. He hates everything about himself. And he's and a it's, raging alcoholic. And it's, he hates everyone. He hates everyone. It's very clear. That's not like a subtle reference. No. Even I got that. Like, I got that. Like, sure, he has a huge ego about himself, but that doesn't mean that he doesn't hate himself, which, again, I think I think is pretty well communicated. In his existential catchphrase. Yes. Well, the love of dub-dub. I'm in terrible pain, I want to die, or whatever, right? <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, is that these self-proclaimed fans are seeing themselves as Rick. You don't they're, want to be They're Rick. identifying with Rick. They want to be Rick. And it's like, that's that's... You're not you're not getting the show then. We may not be getting the like Nisha references or what else, but you're not getting the point yeah, of and the show here. The whole embarrassing part about it is this is that the show is supposed to like foster a sense of be an individual, stop being corporate sheep, don't just repeat the same dumb thing over and over again. And you have people who and I had a friend I have a friend who was a fan of Rick and Morty, and like after the Pickle Rick episode, he would say that Dumb, dumb thing. He just screamed "pickle Rick" pickle Rick. at random, and I couldn't believe him. At some point, I told him that because because he he also wants to die, of course, because that's that's the hot thing now. It's relatable. I told him, I told him that every time he said "pickle Rick," he'd lived another day. <laughs> that's you know, one he, way to deter that. He stopped saying it after a while. There you go. He met the limit. It's just Rick and Morty. It's a good show. I definitely think there are things in there that maybe the average viewer won't get or will need to look into further. But that doesn't mean that you're like some high IQ elite for getting it the first time. I don't think that the show would be enjoyable if it was at that level where it's just all these weird like references to like theoretical physics and stuff. I definitely think At they're... that point you're close to the Big Bang Theory. Yeah. Oh, no. no. Yeah. Oh just no. Just a cartoon. Yeah, form. where you try and convince me that the N sixty four had memory cards. Excuse oh, me. Oh my gosh. That's actually a thing. It bothered me because I'm pathetic. I'm worse than them. I <laughs> Big Bang Theory, my favorite thing I've ever I, I saw this the other day. It was uh, like Big Bang Theory um, mistakes, and usually it's like continuity errors or like someone changed a shirt between scenes or whatever, and it's like a blog to point that out. And um, in this one, it was just like season whatever, Big Bang Theory, overall error. Um, there was a laughter from the audience, even though nothing funny was said. <laughs> and it's like, that's the entire show. That's the entire show. It's so funny when you... Have you ever watched videos of the Big Bang Theory with the laugh track taken out? No. It's amazing. Because there's just this pause. It's just the pause, and they're looking at each other, and then they say barzoopal or whatever, and... Bazinga. Barzoopal. Zimbabwe. I'm just saying it weird because I can't. Zimbabwe. But Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty, which I still think is better than... I think it's always going to be better than Big Bang Theory. I think... Like, despite the things that have happened and the very, like, it's, like, we can talk all about, like, Steven Universe and Undertale being, like, having toxic fandoms, but those were kind of, like, on the down low. You have to know to know about those. You're not going to, like, hear in, like, on the news today, we're talking about... (laughs) Sej wants us. But Rick and Morty, we, we, that's, like, international acclaim and attention are... 
people were um, rioting in the streets. People the, were rioting. People were jumping up on the counters at McDonald's and screaming, I'm Pickle Rick, and then falling what? off the counter. It's a thing, guys. Who th- thought that it was necessary to do all that? A Rick and Morty fan. Yeah. Well, clearly. With their high IQ. Yeah, exactly. That's That's been the thing that has bothered me the no- most is like an elitism that comes with it. Like, when people get all superior, that just rubs me the wrong way. But Rick and Morty, is it ruined by its fandom? I can't watch it. You can't watch it I at all? I do know a lot of people who won't watch it. Like, literally, when I told someone, I was telling people, I was, like, talking to my friend who's the Steven Universe fan and my other friend that's visiting. And I was like, yeah, the Coven's doing a podcast over fandoms that room shows. They both look at me and it's like, Rick and Morty on that list? <laughs> Like you one, bet. Of, one of them will not watch Rick and Morty. Watch like the first season, and because of the fandom, because he's on Reddit, he's like really heavy in Reddit. He's like, I can't do it. How embarrassing! Uh, uh, there's, there's definitely, I think, the worst part of like having these very vocal and toxic fandoms is in that instead of like bringing people in and making a, more of a demand for that show or content pushes people out and then no one wants to watch it because they're like i don't want to be that guy maybe if freaking morty fans weren't so elitist they would have a fourth season but whatever dang (laughs) let's be real here i did see a post that was really it was like there was a picture of like a tie-dye shirt it was like green tie-dye and then like woven in was like the warp from rick and morty and like rick and morty coming out of uh And it was like a good shirt and it was like this person's internal debate and they were like, I saw this at the mall and I really wanted it. But then I had to have this internal conversation where it was like, if I wear that in public, though, someone is going to come up to me and want to talk to me about Rick and Morty. And what if they're one of those people? What if they ask me what my IQ is? What if they ask me if like my boyfriend introduced me to the show? What if all these things? (laughs) And they're like, clearly you couldn't find the show on your own. You had to be introduced to my guy (laughs) with their fedora. Oh my gosh. They tip it. God. <laughs> but, and it was just this inter like, all these things could go wrong if I wear this shirt. I love this shirt. I love the show, but I can't buy this shirt because of what might happen then. And it's like, yeah. that's, that sucks. That sucks that that has to happen. Uh, when people, like, genuinely want to like something and then express their like for something. But there's those people. That's there's why you can people. never be a Sonic fan. Oh man, yeah. We I didn't even we didn't even get we into those. We don't but need to talk about Sonic. The Sonic fans Sonic. just want to be left alone. Sonic and Shrek. Do, I, do not bring Shrek fans, okay? Shrek is a meme. After, I don't think Shrek has fans. I think Shrek has ironic fans. After yeah. Shrek is love. Yes. Shrek is life. After someone made me watch, I was I was done. I was like, no. No more Shrek. I, I think it's less about like you can't watch go back and watch Shrek movies because of the memes. I don't think that's necessarily the fandom. fandom. It's not a fandom. It's it's entropy. It's the universe's entropy. (laughs) It's just, we were going to get here eventually. And that's concerning. Yeah. Yeah. That is concerning that that's the eventuality, but yeah. I will say, because I'm not that person who, like, posts online about fandoms and stuff, that, like, I can occasionally watch Rick and Morty, but I'm also that person that Rick annoys me, so I can't really watch it, like, marathon. Yeah. More. I can watch, like, maybe two episodes. In small three. doses. Yeah, and then I'm like, nope, I've had enough of you. Yeah, I can't watch it because I just have bad experiences with, like, personal experiences with a fan of the show. Mm-hmm. And they were one of those people. They were those people. And it, it just, I can't, I can't go back to it can't go back to it i don't i there have been a couple opportunities where i've been like oh my my sister wants to watch this and you know we could re-watch it together but i, I was just kind of like i'm not in a good place to watch that right now i just saw a post about someone's iq i can't do that i also think rick and morty is like no matter what like yes the fandom is weird um, but it's one of the shows you have to be in the mood to watch. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not one of those, like, shows that, like... Like you, The Office, where you could watch it anytime. You just, yeah. it's there in the background. And, like, it's, yeah, like, mm. it's, like, like, I mean, he does have a point. There is a lot of higher jokes, I will say that. 
some some jokes you have to have just have not have to be they're smart. All, they're also fart jokes. Yeah, they're, yeah. You don't have to be smart. They're just some of them it, are it darker covers, jokes. It covers the whole spectrum of comedy, I think. Yeah, it does. But it's also that thing where you need to like focus on it, like actually mm-hmm. like watch it. You can't just be like, because then you're gonna hear something and turn around. <laughs> and then it's like, wait. And he's a pickle, and you're like, and then he's a pickle. Yeah. I I will definitely watch whenever there's new episodes, whenever that happens, I'll probably watch because there it is one of those shows too that there is a plot and it yes. is compelling between everything else. So for me, I definitely think I think Rick and Morty is on the way to being tainted in the same way, not the same way I would ex- say, but the la- same level, same level. extent as, as on the our, same on tier. The ponies. Uh, on the same ponies. Tier. Yeah. It's 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 a very similar demographic. I yeah. think that's that's associated too. They there's there's definitely uh, some grubby hands and fedoras involved here. The it's the people who this the same people who wear fedoras and like those long like duster jackets yes. and buy katanas at the mall. Who like My Little Pony and Rick and Morty. It's a Venn diagram, and they are the overlap. And then but, they have their documakers. Oh, Let's not gosh. talk about documakers. Yeah, that's 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 we're we're out of time on this episode, cool. but uh, Good. Uh, things have been ruined, and we have ruined shows. People people have tainting touches, and they can ruin things. But everyone should be allowed to like the things that they like and enjoy those. And if you can do so, do it. But I totally understand if something's been ruined for you because yes. of bad experiences within people who are claiming that they like a thing, but then making all these like gatekeeping things in order to like that thing. Ah, sigh, long sigh. But I have been your host, Daily Wilhelm, the Witch of the Laylinks. Joining me today was Ashley, the Witch of Heroes, and Tanner Kinney, the Fraudulent Wizard. He hasn't watched My Little Pony, just just putting that out Put there. Put it out there. It's never happened. I'm also, never happened. once again, the only person to swear on this podcast. That is A-OK. We have censors for that. God bless. But uh, you can find all our um, swear word free and swear word peppered <laughs> podcasts here at <laughs> ByteBSU.com. We're also on SoundCloud and iTunes under the Ball State Daily. We're on Facebook and Twitter and Facebook Instagram and all, yeah, that we're definitely on that. Um, <laughs> at Bite BSU, and uh, please don't send us any like toxic fandom stuff. But thanks for joining us. This has been another episode of The Coven. <laughs>